You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Dr. Mike Brazier. On this episode of the podcast, we're welcoming in a special guest here in studio. We had an opportunity to uh, to corral one of our employees uh, Dr. Steve Adair, who is was here meeting with some other folks at headquarters, and so we asked him to come sit down with us and and tell us a little about what he's doing now within the organization. So there have been some changes with your position, uh, and so thanks, Steve, for taking the time to, to join us here. Thanks, Mike. Good to be here. And uh, you and I have known one another for quite some time, so I think we'll, the way we'll start out is to give you a chance to tell us about your history working with Ducks Unlimited. You've been to a variety of places, so just help people understand what your history has been like within the organization. You know, I started working on waterfowl in the Texas Gulf Coast um, um, back in the 80s and, and really got to know uh, Ducks Unlimited's work there. Um, from Texas, I went to South Carolina um, and studied coastal wetlands um, in that landscape. And of course, you know, one of Ducks Unlimited's signature efforts has been um, preserving the Ace Basin and, and the Low Country, South Carolina. I think it really was an iconic effort for the rest of the country about landscape uh, conservation. And and um, so then I came to work for DU in Memphis and spent five years at our headquarters here, uh, working on various conservation programs, and then. Uh, for the last 15, have been up in the Prairie Pothole region, uh, working mostly in the Dakotas and Montana, um, trying to preserve that breeding grounds where most of the waterfowl in North America get their start. And so, um, you know, have had a, a good background and been able to work in a, uh, you know, a number of geographies uh, in the country important waterfowl and and uh, so now I'm taking on a little bit of a new role. Yeah, and you have a strong biological background as well. You came up in the in the waterfowl field, and I worked on the Gulf Coast for a number of years. And and, and of course, one of the papers that I would cite most often had your name on it. The work that you did on redheads, documenting the importance of freshwater ponds to redheads because they forage in the hypersaline Laguna Madre, and so was that 19, what, 90, what, what was the year on that, 88? Yeah, so it would have been late 80s, that's okay. right. That's I right. can't exactly remember yeah. the year of that publication, but it was somewhere back in there, and so I, yeah. Adair at all is, uh, is a common citation of mine whenever I was still working in the Gulf Coast. We're glad so. that information is useful, was, you know, when you're doing that work. Yeah, yep. yeah, And it's good to have someone with a strong biological background such as yourself in, in many of the positions that you've, that you've held because you can speak directly and confidently from experience as well as training to the importance of different habitats, to the, to the ecology of the species. And so I'm sure that always has kind of given you an edge in some conversations. And so, but, but you also have tremendous administrative and leadership skills as well by the, uh, as, as evidence of the positions that you've held. And so in that in that vein, there have been some recent changes within the organization, some new positions added, and you're in one of those. And so 
one of the other things we wanted to do here is just allow you a chance to talk about that that position, what you will be doing in that position, and just explore some of the opportunities that we have as an organization that actually led to the uh, led us to identify the need for this position. So just start by telling us what this new position is. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Mike. Um, yeah, so I think they've titled this uh, uh, Director of Conservation Strategy, and it's a national level. Um, position and I think it's really grown out of the realization that um, you know for the last 80 years we've made great strides and um, you know bringing the investments of waterfowl hunters and and uh, waterfowl conservationists to um, this business of landscape conservation and and I think we're really proud of that uh, that heritage and I'm proud of all the accomplishments that we've had there but along the way I think we've um, we've all recognized that. You know, the wetlands that we conserve and restore have benefits beyond what they provide uh, for waterfowl. And um, you know, as you travel around the country, you see how wetlands are protecting our coastlines from uh, storm surges and helping those to be more resilient to things like sea level rise. Uh, you see the wetlands in the center of the country are recharging some aquifers that are really important for our communities, drinking water and for irrigation uh, from our nation's farmers. Um, we also see the importance of wetlands and cleaning up drinking waters that goes into our community. So when water runs through them, um, nutrients are removed, chemicals are removed to make that water um, cleaner. Um, so there's kind of a whole list of things that wetlands do for us um, as humans that um, we haven't talked as much about as we think we as we think we should and can as Ducks Unlimited. And so part of this new role of mine is to make sure that we get that message out there. Uh, that we invite everybody that is interested in wetland conservation to the table. So uh, corporations, you see a growing commitment to um, their sustainability commitments. Um, we see um, foundations being more interested in, in sustainable land use and, and wanting to fund these things. And so um, we think there's a role for wetlands to play in those efforts. We think um, DU is a leader in wetlands conservation. Um, I think we're the experts uh, in North America as far as um, – conserving wetlands, restoring them. We have people that know how to do that really well. And we welcome more people to, you know, come to the table to help us conserve these valuable resources for this country. We were talking with, uh, I guess you might have been his, you were his boss, we can say that. Uh, previously, when he was at the the Great Plains Regional Office, Dr. Scott Stevens joined yeah. us on a previous episode. And uh, we were chatting with him about some of DU Canada's conservation work. And they are uh, similar or exactly as you said, they are uh, taking advantage of these uh, the benefits that our wetland conservation work provides beyond just waterfowl. And I think uh, I'll try to paraphrase one of the things that Scott relayed to us, uh, and that was uh, one of their one of our longtime supporters had said, you know, for 82 years we've been or our wetland conservation efforts have provided a whole host of benefits, but we've been selling only one of those, and that's really the value to to uh, to waterfowl. Uh, as habitat for those for those birds, but now it's only smart as an organization to start selling the benefits uh, beyond waterfowl, and that's exactly what you're talking about with your position. Yeah, that's a really great way to put it, and and I think you know we want to be clear that we need to be proud of our waterfowling heritage and everything that waterfowl hunters uh, have done to get us to this point, I and mean, we wouldn't have the foundation to build on. And so this is in no way. Um, you know, departing from that, those roots or, the, or that mission, but just the realization that um, wetlands are valuable to more people than just waterfowl hunters and that, you know, 
as as that value is realized and talked about, then we hope that will mean more investment in wetlands conservation. And when you get into um, public policy debates on a nationwide basis, you know, people that care about um, clean water, that care about uh, flood protection and, and care about maintaining their coastlines, they should also be a voice to say, hey, this, you know, we, we need policy that helps us conserve these wetlands and keeps them in place. And maybe they're not a hunter, um, but they value wetlands in their own way. And, and you know, we, we need them. We need those voices in order to achieve the scale of work that we need to make sure the skies are filled with waterfowl. I suspect one of the things that you will encounter if you haven't already is some uh, a bit of uh, reluctance from some of our, our members or, or concern from some of our members that we may be drifting from our original mission. But uh, And so one of your really important jobs, as you've talked about here, is to communicate to folks that we're not abandoning our, our core mission. Uh, and so hopefully through effective communication of why we're engaging in these other areas, people will take pride in the fact that uh, that DU is seizing on these opportunities as as a member of a wetland conservation organization whose primary mission is, you know, for the benefit of waterfowl populations. You should want that organization to seize every opportunity um, to, to bring other people to the table to help in that mission. And so that's just what we're doing here. Yeah, that's a great way to think about it, Mike. And I think, um, you know, we're not going to engage in every water problem in, in North America. That's really not our expertise. But I think a real niche here is where, you know, wetlands conservation can be part of these water solutions, that that's really our lane, and we can add a lot of value to that. So we'll continue to look in those landscapes that are most important for waterfowl, the Prairie Pothole region, the Gulf Coast, Mississippi, Louisville Valley, Chesapeake Bay, Central Valley, California, to really you know, enhance our investment through this effort into those landscapes. So we're not looking to drift out of those places that we already want to work. We just want to invite more people into the tent to help conserve those landscapes that are critical to waterfowl. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. We had, uh, in, in our conversation with Scott uh, earlier, we uh, he briefly referenced the new international conservation plan that Ducks Unlimited has uh, across our three organizations that guide our priorities. And for the first time ever, we have a chapter in there that speaks to these uh, the, the benefits beyond waterfowl habitat, ecological goods and services, as we call them. And so that's an exciting arena that we're exploring. And in, in your in your position, I know you've only been in this position now, what, maybe two months? That's right, yeah. Okay, so you're, we're still, <laughs> still fairly new yeah. in this. Are there any... You've mentioned a few already, but are there any particular examples that... Uh, that we see, um, or that you see occupying a s- significant amount of your time kind of going forward? Any particular part of industry or any any initiative? Yeah, so, you know, I think I think a couple things that we're realizing here, Mike, and, um, you know, you and I are both well-trained in, in waterfowl science, waterfowl populations, and, and we, you know, have a really good understanding of, you know, what waterfowl need from these habitats as we, as we start to talk about, 
you know, cleaning up the water, storing flood water, recharging aquifers. We're, you know, we're going to need to build our scientific expertise in those areas as well so that, you know, we can be credible in that space and we can have people that can really um, orchestrate monitoring and evaluation of how we're contributing to things like that. So I think we'll be broadening our exper- expertise will be part of what uh, what we're doing there. And we probably need some people that are uh, spending a little more time with the business communities and with corporate America and understanding what their sustainability goals are and, and how we can help to contribute to that. So, um, so I think really understanding where we are today as an organization – uh, and what our capacity needs are in order to grow into some of these new areas is really part of I'm traveling around the country and trying to get a good feel and a good assessment for, for what we want to do there. And there, there really are some, yeah, I think we'd call sweet spots, you know. Um, I think the western Gulf Coast from um, Houston to New Orleans is a place where we have, you know, big wetland issues, big, you know, big concern and, and uh, lots of corporations there that could help. Uh, to preserve that landscape in a bigger way. I think uh, somewhere like Chesapeake Bay where there's a rich waterfowling tradition and lots of opportunities to deal with some of the cleaning of the water going in that bay to restore the habitat and get uh, more people to invest in that. You know, there's some of those sweet spots where they're important for waterfowl. There's a big corporate presence. There's a big issue to be to be solved and Ducks Unlimited can be a leader to help bring people together in those landscapes. I know a lot of corporations are adding, and there's various titles for them, but sustainability officers or sustainability directors or whatever they may they may call them. Do you find yourself – maybe too early for you to, to, to know this uh, right now, but do you find yourself sort of prospecting towards those companies still, or are you having some companies that are beginning to hear about Ducks Unlimited as an organization – that can help them achieve their sustainability goals, and then they are approaching us. How much of that? What's the kind of the balance there yeah, that we're seeing? Yeah, it's a good question. I think you know most of the ones that are coming to us right now um, have some connection to Ducks Unlimited already, so they may have board members or employees that are are waterfowl hunters, and so they know about us in that way. But we definitely want to get to that place that you're talking about, where you know we're looking for overlap with them. Um, their sustainability goals and our priorities, and and then we can be a little more perspective and come together and say, you know, we see that you're really concerned about water in this landscape. We think the wetlands conservation work that we do can help you achieve our, you know, your goals. Is there room for us to partner up here? And so I think that's the next phase. And and as we do this outreach and and um, you know do some research about you know what what those objectives are to find those overlaps and you know, top-level prospects and begin to have those conversations. You use the word overlap there, um, and and I think that's really important, and it goes back to some of the uneasiness that some people may have when they start hearing about DU going off into these other areas, but uh, the overlap is key, and it, the fundamental basis is that we will work in those areas with those individuals where our priorities align, where we can help them, and then that work can also help our, our core mission, uh, which is to benefit waterfowl populations and, and the people that enjoy that resource. Have you have we encountered many situations yet where we're either approached by someone or our discussions uh, with them led us to a place where we said, yeah, I mean, that's that sounds great from an environmental standpoint, but it doesn't closely align with some of our you know, our core um, organization, organizational priorities. And we either kind of step away from that particular uh, 
element or we try to guide them in a different direction or is have our have our uh, interactions thus far been um, just been more of uh, already mutually beneficial from the start yeah that's a good question i mean um i don't know if i have any real specific examples for you but certainly you know there have been conversations over the years where um an entity might say hey i won't really want you to do a wetland right here in my backyard that um doesn't really align with where we want to be and we've said hey you know could we could we compromise here and and maybe um you know get out in some of these waterfowl landscapes and and you know, if there wasn't room to negotiate, we have walked away from some of those some of those deals. And but, that's um, really key, as yeah. for an organization to know what its what its key mission is and yeah. to stay true to that. And it's very easy. I, I would imagine it's it's very tempting to explore all these other avenues, sure. other great ideas as as they may be. But great organizations are the ones that that know who they are and stay true to that mission and. Uh, you know, maybe maybe we're biased, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I certainly yeah. like to think Ducks Unlimited has a long history of doing that, uh, yeah. and I hope our members uh, feel the same way. Yeah, that's a great point, Mike. I think you know that's a key issue here that we need to stay disciplined, and as we as we build this out, because you know if you do take on every opportunity that comes, you know they have something called opportunity costs, and our we have limited staff and limited budgets, and you know if we're over and. Um, you know, the middle of a desert working on a wetland, then we're not in the prairie pothole region, the Gulf Coast. And so we do lose opportunity like that. So I think we got to be smart. And I think a, another point that um, that you raised that's important too is, um, you know, this is new, at least the framing of this is somewhat new. And, you know, you do have some people that have some trepidation about that. And um, so what one way I've been talking about it is, you know, when I first started with DU 20 years ago, we, we didn't really buy much land. Um, that wasn't a tool that we had in our toolbox. Now, you know, we have a large revolving land fund where we can buy land, protect it, and put it back in the marketplace. We didn't uh, have agronomists on staff that work hand in hand with farmers, but we realized that, you know, that's a really important tool to have in our toolbox. So I think one way to think about this is, you know, being able to market the ecosystem services of our work is another tool in our toolbox. And, and we've grown and learned new things in the past, and we shouldn't be afraid to continue to grow and, and learn new things, especially if they bring more resources and more attention to the landscapes that we're most concerned about already. Yeah. Any Anything else that you want to uh, share with the listeners now? You know, this is uh, a new position for you, new position for the organization, so this we want to make sure we get any message out there that we uh, that we need to. Yeah, no, I appreciate the time and the opportunity, you know, and I think if the listeners see opportunities, have connections that they'd like to pass on to let us know, you know, I'm sure that we have phone numbers and emails associated with this that we can get out there. And part of the power of DU is our people and our connections and and our involvement in communities. And if, you know, if you think some of this work could be really beneficial to your community and and um, let us know and, and we'll sure look into those opportunities. And so you'll still be uh, in the, you'll still be stationed there in Bismarck? That's correct. Okay. Yep. Do you anticipate uh, doing a bit more traveling now, or are you going to try to keep this about the same? Yep. No, my travel has really picked up, <laughs> you know, and but that's okay. It's a good time. We're empty nesters, and my wife has her own business, so um, it's a good time in our lives for me to be on the road more, and, and you know, I think that's what this uh, position calls for, to 
you know, get out and work across the country and and to be more visible that way. So, yeah, um, they're getting to know my name at the airport pretty well, but um, but I look forward to, um, to helping to see this grow and expand. Very good. Yeah. Well, knowing you for as long as I have, I know you're immensely qualified for this position. I personally, both as an employee of DU as well as a member and donor and supporter of Ducks Unlimited, am proud and happy to have you in this position. So thanks for your service in this new position, for leading us forward in this area, and thanks for taking time today to join us here. Thank you, Mike. It's great to be here. Appreciate all your support. Absolutely. All right. Special thanks to our guest on today's show, Dr. Steve Adair, uh, joining us in studio here. Uh, We also thank our producer, Clayton Baird, for doing the great work that he does with the podcast, editing editing them and getting them out to you, our listeners, and of course to you, our listeners. We thank you for for your time and, and spending it with us. We also thank you for your support, passion, and commitment for wetlands and waterfowl conservation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash dupodcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com.